Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Awaken the Extraordinary. My name is Christy. I am your host, and thank you so much for being here. So this episode is a bit delayed. I hope there is still an interest um, in just kind of hearing my thoughts on this. And if not, that's fine. I guess like, you know, the episode will just sit there without anybody listening to it. Um, But the whole Will Smith, Chris Rock thing at the Oscars, um, I actually only saw one article written by some licensed trauma therapist that was in the vein of like what I was thinking when all of that happened. And so I wanted to share my thoughts again in the event that any of you were still curious, but I think there's, there's so much to learn from that situation or so much that we can actually look at and process ourselves. And I just want to start off with saying that I'm not here to gossip about what happened from like a celebrity perspective. So growing up, one of my dreams was to either work on like entertainment tonight or work for us weekly. Once TMZ came around, I was like, oh my gosh, that would just be such a fun job to like follow celebrities around all the time and just report on what they're doing. And then I, I don't know, I got older and I was like, I really could give a shit what they're doing. And just because they make a lot of money for performing in movies or, you know, creating music, it doesn't make them any more valuable to the world than the average person and what they think and what their opinions are on something shouldn't matter more because they make a lot of money and these news outlets and these magazines tell us they're important. And so I just had this big shift in my perspective on them and I think over probably over the last six or seven years, I was just like, I really don't care as much. It's not to say that I don't appreciate the art in the films that are created or the music or the television, but my obsession with the celebrities and them being on this pedestal that that is gone. Um, I don't place a higher level of value on what one of them says just because they're a millionaire, you know? So I did have someone send me a comment when I had kind of pitched the idea of doing this podcast episode. And they were like, well, you know, I just don't want to like listen to it. If you're just like basically gossiping about them, or these are totally my words, like talking trash and like, No, like my intent is to not gossip. It's just to talk about things from my perspective and how I felt about the situation. Um, And like I said, I'm not real. I don't really care. Like I don't follow celebrities really online and maybe a handful of them. I'm like, I just, 
I don't care. So I was in the shower actually though, when, um, my husband came in and was like, oh my gosh, Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock at the, at the Oscars. And I was like, what? And I was like, is, was that scripted? And he said, no, I don't, I don't think so. Everybody's talking about it. So (laughs) I got out of the shower very quickly because it's like a, a train wreck. You don't want to look but there's that morbid curiosity. And for me, it's, it's like that, just that curiosity aspect of things. And I couldn't believe it really that, that, that had happened, that that had really happened. And so I got out and, you know, he put YouTube on the television and (laughs) you just type in Will Smith in the search bar. And I mean, people like you have like the celebrity gossip sites, like they were just all about it. So it was in abundance, you know? And so I watched it and I watched it on some of the channels where it wasn't censored. And, um, it was pretty intense. Um, I was very confused. I think like most people, because you have, you know, Chris Rock making that comment about Jada. And then you see Will Smith laughing. And then it pans back to Chris Rock. And then all of a sudden, Will Smith is strutting up the stage to Chris Rock. And I mean, what was it? Five to seven seconds. And then the slap happened, like the slap that was heard around the world. And uh, I have to admit that there were moments where I was like, was this staged, you know? And you have a lot of those people that are like, oh, this is just a distraction from something else. And I think sometimes that is true. But in this instance, I was like, I don't, I don't think so. Because if people don't know that this is fake, there, there's probably a lot of adverse impact to Will Smith, you know, like, why would you jeopardize your, your reputation for something like this to serve as a distraction? And so we did kind of replay the slap in slow motion because I was wondering if it was staged. So I wanted to try to see if like, I could really see like contact and the way Chris Rock's face looked reminded me of that game that I used to play as a kid, Mike Tyson's punch out, you know, when, when you would have like little Mac, like punching Von Kaiser or bald bull or whoever it was, you know, like it just looked that way. And so I'm thinking, okay, I think this is probably real. And then you have just the outburst and Okay, Will Smith is an actor, and ironically, he won Best Actor that night. Um, So I was like, okay, well, he could be acting. But there, man, just the energy behind those statements and the expression on his face. And again, I get he's an actor, but I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's joking. Like, 
I don't think this is staged. So the rest of the evening and the next day, and then a few days beyond that, that was really all everybody was talking about. It kind of remind, reminded me of the whole Nipplegate thing with Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Like nobody really talked about the Super Bowl, like the game itself. Everybody talked about Nipplegate. And just for the record, I think she totally got a bad rap for that. Um, what bummed me out is yes, he won an Oscar. What irritated me is that his speech, like everybody gets played off the stage. Like he didn't get played off the stage and what he said, I don't know. It, it felt empty to me. Um, some of what he said because of what we had all just witnessed. Um, but people are not black and white. And I think we want to try to act in a way that aligns with our personal value systems and our beliefs, but we're going to trip because we're not perfect. And I thought of that watching his speech. I absolutely felt like he felt and believed every single thing that he said, but as someone watching what had transpired earlier that evening, I was like, mm, mm, you know, maybe, maybe not. But again, I, I don't think life is black and white. And I don't think people are black and white. I think there are many shades of gray, maybe 50. I don't know. Um, but what bummed me out is all of the people that won that night um, I know there was this movie Coda with, you know, a hearing impaired individual. I, I really have no idea what that movie is about, but I know that he won. And I believe that movie won a few awards. And of course, there, there are many other films that won. And what bummed me out for them is their 15 minutes of fame that's attributed to them winning the Oscar, all of that was overshadowed by what Will Smith chose to do when he reacted. Because he reacted, he didn't respond. And I posted a reel about this that um, was kind of tongue in cheek about reactions versus responses. And I believe that there is a difference. I think a reaction is when something happens and it's like a reflex, you instantly act. And I believe a response is when you take time to process whatever it is you're receiving and you give yourself space to think about how you want to respond and then you respond. And that did not happen. Like, like I said, I have no clue what happened between Will Smith laughing and five to seven, five to seven seconds later, him like strutting up on stage. I have no idea what happened. I've heard that like Jada gave him the side eye, you know, there was something there. And a lot of people 
applauded Will Smith standing up for his woman. And while I do appreciate chivalry, I would not be happy if my husband did that. And I would never have any expectation of my husband doing that. So here's kind of my breakdown based on what I know of what I saw happening and just kind of what was going through my thought, my, through my mind when I was watching that. So you have Chris Rock making this comment and you see Jada roll her eyes, but you see Will Smith laughing and many of us came to find out after that Jada has alopecia. And I actually had a friend many years ago that had alopecia. And I just know like how devastating that can be. Um, especially like as a woman, when so much of, I think our worth and our value is based on how we look and not necessarily the ideals that we impose upon ourselves, but the ideals that society imposes upon women. And, you know, you see all of these anti-aging ads on television for women. When do you really see them for men? Like, like never, right? Like I never see any sort of advertising campaign geared towards men and anti-aging aside from maybe hair color or like hair plugs or whatever the newest technology is there. So as a woman, when again, like, I feel like a lot of our value and worth is based on how we look. And again, those ideals may be pushed upon us by society and just our culture in general. It would suck. It would absolutely suck to have that condition and not be able to get to the bottom of it and figure out why. So I understand why that's a sensitive subject for Jada. I absolutely do. Do I know if Chris Rock knew about that? I don't. If he did know about it and made the joke, then I think that is in very poor taste. And I think that was very poor judgment. If he did not know, then he didn't know. And I don't think he should be ostracized because he made a joke about something that he didn't know. I've seen Jada with minimal hair over the course of the years, as long as I've known of her existence. And I've always thought she's beautiful no matter what. And I always thought it was a choice. Maybe it wasn't, but I just never thought anything about it because I'm just like, she's stunning with hair, without hair. I don't think I would look that good without hair. And I hope I never find out, but I just never thought anything about it. So again, if he didn't know, he didn't know. And should we all be expected to know that she has alopecia? Like, are we all supposed to be up on all of the celebrities and all of their conditions? And I mean, like, don't we all have lives too? Because I, I do. And I didn't know that. And I didn't think it was like this widespread news. I've watched a few episodes of Red Table Talk. Um, but I didn't know that. And so I think it's, 
I think it's really ignorant of people to assume that everybody knew that she had that condition. So he, he makes that joke. She's upset again, because she's dealing with a condition that she can't get to the bottom of. And what I did see later is that she did share that it was very difficult for her. And then I think there was this reel or this video or something that she did where she's, she's like, I, I have come to terms with this. Like, I, I know I'm beautiful no matter what. And to me, the things that trigger us are the things where I believe additional work or healing needs to happen. So while consciously she may think that she's moved on from this and it doesn't bother her and that she's fine with her condition. If someone's making a comment and it elicits something in you, that's something that you probably need to work on for you. Like I can tell you, I've come to terms with like, I have scarring on my face from my cystic acne. And I've, I've shared about that in a previous episode. And if someone were to make comments about that to me, or I can tell you, for example, in the movie Grease, um, they, <clears throat> they call Kaniki crater face. And that always hits something in me because it's, it's something that I'm very self-conscious about and I can work through that as much as possible, but it's like, that's something about me that I just can't change. And so it's, it's sensitive, like, but I'm not going to go attack somebody or slap somebody because of that. Can it be an insensitive comment by someone else? Yes. But how I react or how I respond, that's a hundred percent me. And I'm giving you this example because it's something that I can't change about myself. It's something that I have accepted. It doesn't mean that I'm not like sensitive about it. It's not something that I dwell on. And maybe that's the same with her. She can say everything that she she wants to say about like accepting herself as she is, but it's also okay. If there's something that you're more sensitive to, like, that's okay too, but that doesn't mean you give your husband the side eye and then he goes up and slaps Chris rock. Like that doesn't seem okay to me. And she may have given him the side eye, but Will Smith still chose he still made a choice to go up and do what he did. And what kind of got to me too is that I know the authorities came over, security, whomever they were, and asked him to leave and he refused. So he stayed. (laughs) So he was allowed to stay. I don't understand that either. Um, That makes zero sense to me. So you, you have somebody in the audience that like went up and smacked the host 
And what do you do? Like Mr. Mr. Smith, um, we, we would like to know if you would be willing to leave after you walked up the stage and essentially, you know, attacked our host. No, I'm not leaving. Oh, okay. Thank you. Like, I don't know how that went, but the fact that he was permitted to stay, like just blows my mind. And that didn't even come out, I think, until a few days later that that happened. And then, like, you hear about people, you know, telling Will Smith to, like, shake it off, you know, shake it off. And I asked my husband, I'm like, did anybody check on Chris Rock to see how he was? Because I thought it was really insensitive for the cameras to keep rolling. So you have a guy standing up here making a joke. And again, maybe he knew about her condition. Maybe he didn't. He's making a joke. Will Smith comes up and smacks him. And then the cameras roll. There's no time for him to process. There's no time for him to collect himself. And what I feel like is like, the producers of the show are like, dude, this is good shit. Like keep the cameras running. And I'm just like, what a fucking lack of compassion you have for another human being. Like if you were up there, wouldn't you want a moment to like, what the hell just happened and process things? Or would you just be up there? Like, fine. Someone just walked up and smacked you and you're just like, no, I'm cool. Let's just keep going. Like it totally catches you off guard. Like I thought that was so messed up. And I'm just like, this is what is wrong with our world is like, there's such a lack of compassion for people. And okay. Like I don't get the whole, like people like going over to Will Smith, like consoling him. Like, and that was before his speech. Maybe like to try to keep him from doing something else. Like, I don't know. But I'm like, did anybody console Chris Rock? Because again, like the joke, maybe he didn't know about her condition. And even if he did, does that justify Will Smith going up and doing what he did? My answer to that is no. Will Smith could have chosen to handle that in a different way. He could have gone backstage during the next commercial break and spoken to Chris, or he could have waited until after the award show. Like he could have told Jada, like, I'm going to handle this. And again, I'm assuming that what I've read is accurate. And she gave him the side eye and he hustled up the stage, but he could have told Jada, like, I got this, but let's get through the show. And then just discussed it with Chris Rock. I don't know, like a mature adult after the show. Like he had a choice and he reacted. He didn't respond. But I just felt for Chris Rock because I felt like everybody was about Will Smith and how he was feeling. And I was just like, what about Chris Rock, man? How's he feeling? Did anybody comfort him. And then you look at Will Smith and he has actually always been a celebrity that I've kind of liked. 
Um, I mean, I listened to him back in the day with Nightmare on My Street and Parents Just Don't Understand. And I loved seeing him on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and then going into this huge movie star status. Like I loved seeing his evolution. And one of the things that I always loved about him is like, he didn't try to like downplay celebrity and being famous and being rich. Like he was appreciative of what he had, but he also acknowledged like, yeah, it's pretty fabulous being me. Like he just straight out like said that. And I think like the first time I ever heard him say something like that was on like some MTV awards show. And I was just like, damn, like you, you have all these celebrities that are always talking about how hard it is to be them. And I'm sure it's like that whole mo money, more problems thing, right? Mo money, mo problems. I don't know that you have more. I just think that they're different, right? You're not worried about like the water being shut off. Maybe you employ 20 people and I don't know, you're going to have to lay a few people off, or maybe you have a business venture that didn't go well and you're having to figure that out. So I don't know that your problems are more. I just think that they're different. So that was one thing that I always appreciated about him is how honest he was just about like how awesome it was (laughs) to be him. And what I've read about him and his childhood was that it wasn't easy. Um, If I'm recalling correctly, I believe his father was a violent man. I believe he abused his mother. So Will Smith's father abused Will Smith's mom. And I think Will Smith felt kind of helpless. And so what I can tell you is being raised in a volatile home and knowing many of the people that I have known throughout my life, when you're a kid, stuff really impacts you. And I think many of us know that, but what I've also realized, like after going through a couple of hypnotherapy sessions is how much what we see, what we hear, what we experience as children gets implanted into our subconscious and greatly affects the way we perceive the world, the way we act, the choices we make, and we don't even realize it because it's just become the way our brain has wired things together. And it's just become such a part of who we are that we don't think about. We're just like, oh, this is, this is how we are. This is how I am. And when I heard that, I was just like, oh, okay. Because for someone to choose to act the way Will Smith acted that night. I told my husband, I said, that is the tip of the iceberg. So that to me looked like someone who had pretty much like just gotten to that point where they were going to lose their fucking shit. 
And then one more thing happened and the shit was lost. That's, that's what that looked like to me. And then, you know, like I said, I, I heard about like his childhood and then I heard about a lot of stuff. Like this was stuff I didn't even know about, but then I started hearing about it. And so I started looking into it and, you know, it seems like Will and Jada have had a rather unconventional marriage. And I think there were rumors of her um, having some sort of affair with her son's friend. And I don't know the accuracy of this. Um, I don't care. But if any of this is true, or even if it's not true, but you have all these rumors swirling around, like that probably doesn't help a marriage, right? So you have all of this stuff because no marriage is perfect. Every marriage has stuff, right? Like you have all of this stuff. You have stuff from his childhood. And I think he just lost it. And so I have compassion for that. I don't agree with the choice that he made, but I have compassion for the person that felt like that was the best way to address the situation in that moment. Like I have compassion for that. And I have compassion for Jada. Um, Because I think like, we're all human. We all have our stuff, but it's how we choose to like manage our stuff, like handle it, work through it. Like that's what matters. And that's where we have so many choices. Like we can let like this crappy ass shit make us do really bad, questionable things. Or we can use that crappy ass shit as opportunities to learn and grow and heal and become better versions of ourselves. And what concerned me too is like his son, Jaden, I think responded and was like, and that's how it's done or that's how we do it. And I'm just like, no, again, my personal opinion, no, like you were just perpetuating then the cycle. Okay, Will Smith didn't like hit a woman. But to me, like that, that mindset is similar. Like, let's, this is how we solve a problem. No. And so, like I said, I have compassion for him. And when he won the Oscar and accepted the award, and I want to see that movie, it looks really good. I felt it was just, it was all of that emotion. It was all of that emotion just being released because it needed to go somewhere. And, you know, he goes and he's pumped with all this adrenaline and he goes and smacks Chris Rock and then he just sits down. And so it's like all that, all that adrenaline, like all of that energy is just there. And so when he won, I think he probably was embarrassed. I think he probably was ashamed of himself. I think he was probably overcome with emotion that he won. He won the Oscar on this night. Um, there was probably so much that he was feeling so much that was going through his mind and he's human. 
And I have compassion for that. And I know, um, you know, there are, I think they said, you know, Chris Rock refused to press charges, um, which I thought, you know, I'm like, okay, again, if he knew about the joke, if he knew about Jada and made the joke, that's not cool. But if he didn't know, he didn't know. Um, and I don't know, like, I'm trying to think like, what would I have done in that situation? I'm like, I don't know. I probably wouldn't have pressed charges either. It's like, how much time and energy do I want to spend doing, doing that? Um, and I know Will Smith, like issued like some sort of statement at first where I think he didn't acknowledge Chris Rock. Um, and then I, I think he issued a statement later where he did acknowledge his behavior towards Chris Rock, I think. Um, cause I know it's been some time and I just read something from like Chris Rock's mom where she was appalled, um, and said something about, you know, like when you smack my son, you smack me. And I mean, as a parent, I get that someone hurts your child. It hurts you because it hurts you to see your child hurting in any way, shape or form. So I totally got that. But then she said something about like Will Smith issuing an apology to Chris Rock. And I was thinking, well, I feel like he kind of already did that. And my stance on forced apologies is like, I don't want them. I don't want to hear them because if they are not coming from a pure place, if a person does not truly feel remorse or regret for what they did, if they don't feel sorry for hurting somebody, then I don't want them to apologize for shit because it's just empty. It's just words. It doesn't matter. And when I read that, I was just like, no. And again, that's my personal opinion. You can think something totally different, but I don't believe that a forced apology <laughs> has the ability to be genuine. If, if let's say Will Smith didn't acknowledge Chris Rock in anything, then that's on him. That's his choice. But like forcing him or any, anybody, celebrity or otherwise, to apologize for something that they're not truly remorseful for I think it's pointless because it's really not about them feeling remorse or regret for what they did. It's about you feeling better because you hear those words. And for me, I'm like, I don't feel better. If it's not genuine, that doesn't make me feel better. And isn't that why you're like trying to get someone to apologize so that you feel better? But if it's not genuine, why would you want them to say it anyway? So those are my two cents on that. And then I think the last piece is, um, you know, Will Smith, I think is banned from the Oscars for like 10 years. And my personal thought was like, he should have just been removed from the ceremony. Um, I feel that, and, and I feel like this is kind of controversial. I feel that he should have been able to keep his Oscar 
I really don't have thoughts one way on or the other on his banning. Um, because it's not like you're, you're up for an Oscar every year. Most, most people, I guess. Um, but I get that it's like the message it's sending is like, there are consequences for his behavior. Um, and for me, what I would love to see is for him to acknowledge what he did and maybe be really reflective about why it happened, like why he chose to react in the way that he did and maybe share with people what his experiences have been to the degree that he feels comfortable so that people have the opportunity to learn from this. Because like I said, his kid going like, and that's how it's done or, and that's how we do it. I'm like, no, no. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like, no. And I feel like through all shitty circumstances, there are opportunities for us to learn and grow and evolve. And again, become better versions of ourselves, better human beings. And I was just thinking like, what if he took this opportunity to really educate people on how things from your childhood and things like into adulthood, how all of these experiences play a part in how you choose to show up in the world and take this as an opportunity to go, you know what, like, there's probably some healing I need to do. There's some inner work that I need to do. And I'm going to do that. And like I told my husband, I said, and I totally get not wanting to disclose things to a certain level, but I'm like, even if a at a high level, if that was something that he did, and that's something that he chose to share with people, like how powerful would that be? I think it'd be pretty freaking powerful. And because he has that platform that not many people have, like what could change, what could shift by him allowing himself to be vulnerable and acknowledge something that he did that probably wasn't the best choice and how he can learn and grow from that and how others can learn and grow from that. So I don't know if this is what you were expecting. Um, I did feel like when my husband came came into the, the bathroom, I felt like that Michael Jackson meme from thriller. And I feel like I referenced it all the time where it's just like, you have the popcorn and you're just sitting there eating it, watching it. Like it's drama. And sometimes I like watching drama when I can be removed from it. But I, I felt for all of them, honestly, um, because it wasn't a situation that I think any of them wanted to be in. I think it was just really unfortunate turn of events, but I think it, for me, it allowed me to really just look at that situation and just reflect on it from a different perspective. And while yes, like that shouldn't have happened, I understand why it did, but just because I understand doesn't mean I agree with the choice, but I can also still have compassion for him as a human being, knowing that again, like what we saw is the tip of their tip of the iceberg. And there's so much more going on below the surface that we have no visibility to. 
And so I hope this situation, I hope Chris Rock is okay. I hope Jada's okay. And if she still has stuff she needs to work through, I hope she's working through that. And I hope Will Smith, like, I hope this helped him have a new level of awareness about himself and probably the healing work that he needs to do. Because to me, I'm like, there's, there's stuff there you need to work through. And I really think all of us have stuff. And I was just telling someone today, I think all of us would benefit from some sort of therapy. Um, so I hope that ultimately that this is, this happened for his greater good and Chris's greater good and Jada's greater good. So if you have any comments or feedback about this episode, I would love to hear it. You can send me a DM at Awaken the Extraordinary on Instagram, or you can email me at Christy, K-R-I-S-T-I, at awakentheextraordinary.com. And thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. And as always, friends, stay kind, stay compassionate, and stay curious with yourself and others. And I'll talk with you soon.